What's up, guys, and welcome to the Out of Habit Podcast. My name is Luis Garcia. On this episode, I had Darie, who is a talented artist. We were able to have a conversation about her journey, the things she learned. This one really motivated me, so I hope you're able to get something from it. There are links to her artwork in the bio. Now on to the show. thank you for being here um i appreciate it taking time of your day to be here no problem no problem and it's been a while since we've seen each other but how how have you been how's life been for you man it's been good i'm a full-time artist not stay-at-home mom but stay-at-home wife part-time um other than that i got married last october um just been enjoying the married life art life and just really striving to be great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I know that when we worked together, you were kind of a, on on the fence of doing your art full time or, or, you know, pursuing that full time. But now that you're here, um, if, if I had told you, hey, in a, in a couple of years, you're going to be doing it full time. Would you have believed that? I wouldn't have believed it, but I would have been like real excited. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I feel that that's something that whether we're at this place that we're at now, mm-hmm. if if we if someone told us, hey, in a couple of years, you're going to be doing your passion, you're going to be doing your craft full time. A lot of us won't believe it. And and that's something that I heard and I was like, it's crazy because if somebody told me now, hey, in a couple of years, you're going to be doing that thing that you want to do. Yeah. And I'll talk about that later because my dreams are kind of crazy. I told Deanna how I want to own a bison farm. And it's like, why? Really? Yeah, exactly. Why <laughs> a bison farm? Yeah. So I, so I tell her how I want to own a bison farm on 400 acres in Wyoming and take a picture and be like, that's a flex, but it's just, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And it's crazy how I, I kind of saw you there, um, when we were working together now, the person that you are now, and that motivates me to yeah. keep growing, to keep evolving. And even if we're afraid, sometimes, sometimes we just have to take that step. But like we were talking, sometimes you kind of have to take um, calculator risks. Mm-hmm. And that's something that as now that I'm married with with a daughter and a wife, that's something that I have to take into account. If if I want to take risks, if, I, if things that I want to do, I have to take them smart because I can't put them in jeopardy or like right. our finances in jeopardy um, just to kind of do something that I want to pursue head on. Um, but um so how did you get to the point that you are now to being able to do your art full time how was that journey for you man my journey was it was it was pretty tough yeah. <laughs> um I was working full time um at a cancer institute and I was making good money and also prior to that I had been going to different colleges community colleges universities thinking that I was supposed to be pursuing um, a medical degree, basically. And I just never felt like I was living up to my full potential, you know, like just having that moment. And then, you know, we we worked in the, you know, the same restaurant. So even then, like just coming in there every day, you just like, man, it's got to be, you know, more to this. I know this isn't 
this isn't just, you know, this isn't everything. Yeah. Yeah. Worked at a cancer institute. Ended up leaving. Um, it was a really good job, but I remember literally like every day just getting going there yeah. and sitting in inside of this small cubicle and I would get so antsy because I'm just yeah. like, man, I just I just want to be creative. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to sit here and look at a computer screen yeah. all day. <laughs> so um yeah, I eventually I ended up leaving. I was just like, I gotta make a decision and I just really want to make myself happy. Yeah. Now I did leave too soon. Yeah. <laughs> I should have waited. I should have waited till I, I made the, you know, the amount of money, you know, that yeah. I know I, I should have before I, I took that leap. Yeah. But I mean, God graced me and he gave me a husband that, you know, that looked out for me and supported my dream. And, you know, now I'm flourishing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been, you know, some little trials, you yeah. know, tribulations kind of, you know, through the throughout the journey. But and yeah. I feel that we we talked about this as as married people, as you know, marriage is one of those things that you kind of have to learn and you grow yeah. together as you go. And you said that he supports you. And that's that's awesome, because that's something that I had to learn because mm-hmm. um, I would have my dreams, my goals. But I never really asked my wife, hey, what are what are your goals? What what? do you want to do what's your passion and it it can be really selfish you know because i would be like oh these are our goals as a family kind of thing but individually i never really asked her and as as time goes by you kind of learn that marriage is something you always have to work at and keep keep growing yeah keep learning about your 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 spouse Mm -hmm. keep keep because we all change and that's that's just facts. We change over years. We change um, our ideals, kind of thing. And but we have to be able to keep changing together, yeah. and not you know changing at the op- opposite directions. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I had to learn. And it's awesome that your your husband supported you yeah. because that's important. Because even if if you do have a passion, your goals, and you don't have whether it's your husband or just a support system, it's definitely harder. It is, but, it is. And I yeah. even, and even with working, like what you said, how yeah. you, you want to support, you know, into your wife, like that's what motivates me yeah. but because he helped me get to a, you know, a certain point in life, like in my career, I want to give back to him, even yeah. though I'm the wife, like yeah. <laughs> I want to, you know, to be the one to, um, to, to help out and to, you know, give him gifts yeah. and, you know, and just, you know, little things say that I did it, yeah, you know, yeah. just because he was my support system. So yeah. That motivates and me. So uh, my wife, we have a det- detached garage and she talked about how she wanted to change it up, make it her own space. And oh, wow. at first, I, I'll i be honest, I didn't, it's not that I didn't want to support her. I just didn't know her vision. Yeah. And I didn't. I, I just didn't support her blindly in a sense. Yeah. So as she, I saw her put the time in painting it, getting furniture, all this stuff. Wow, she was really invested. Yes, she was. And then at some point, I, I started seeing her vision. We, it, it went back to that. I started communicating with yeah. her. Well, what's your vision? What, what, what's your goal with this? And she just wanted a space where she, she can bring people there hang out, talk about issues as women, wow. as mothers, you know, and just being able to f- have a sense of support. And just as Community. as as a as a group, just once they're there, be able to help other people. Yeah. Um, so once 
we talked about that. And I saw her vision. I started supporting her more. And she just finished it. And it looks awesome. Wow. And when I when I saw it and I told her, I was like, hey, it looks good. She was like, are you going to cry? <laughs> and and I, I was just emotional yeah. because at the beginning, I I it's not that I didn't want to support her, but I just didn't see her vision like she did. Yeah. And now when with the podcast and stuff, she supports me so much and and it motivates me to keep going. And 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 that's that's true for marriage, like just being able to support each other yeah. for whatever it is and just encouraging one of another and realize, like you said, we're two imperfect people mm-hmm. working at two that. flawed individuals. Yeah. yeah. But so so then you quit. And and then what happened after that? I quit. I wouldn't say I hit rock bottom. Uh, like I, I was still, I still had provision. I was still making a way. I still had my, my, um, my gigs, art gigs, yeah. painting gigs. Um, I started off my business on Moso Arts LLC. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of went the the difficult route. I yeah. had to find out how to, you know, handle my business licenses, yeah. um, registration, like all these, you know, yeah. different things. Oh, also, and I, I forgot to mention this. The crazy thing is on the transition from leaving the Institute to actually going full time, I took on a painting gig. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, this woman, she tried to make me something that I wasn't um, more of a, a contracting artist instead mm-hmm. of an actual, you know, paint painter. Yeah. She had me painting walls, do, wanted me to do more construction work, home <laughs> projects and stuff like that. Um, and just really long story short, um, I got so discouraged because. In that in that process, like while I was working with this woman, everything that I did, she said she hated it, yeah. and she said I was a terrible artist. <laughs> Not just that, but all my payments, the payments that um she had made to me, she reversed them through PayPal. So like, just think like when yeah. you leave, you know, your career yeah. to do something full time, what yeah. do you love to do, and you go through something like this. Yeah. Like at that moment, I was just like, man, will they take me back? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I had to keep pushing. Yeah. I, I already left. I already knew that was something that I, I wanted to do. It was yeah. something that I had to do because I've, I've always had a passion for helping people. And I knew that my talent and my gift was with my hands through art. Yeah. So um, that encouraged me to keep going, to put that in the past. Crazy thing is when I did, I got my money back. <laughs> so, but I don't know. I ended up starting my own business. I um, got services, products, holistic products. I'm a Christian artist, so I do do work, you know, in the yeah. church, outside of the church. I, I try not to let the church define me yeah. and my work, you know. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I'm just I'm just doing you know art everywhere. Yeah. I got a mural on the Parkway, yeah, <laughs> North that. Parkway. Awesome. Yeah, so. And you said how you're a Christian, but you don't let the church define you. NF, this rapper NF, he which I love, but he says he's a Christian rapper. Yeah. But he doesn't market himself as a Christian rapper. Right. And he says plumbers that are Christian don't market themselves as Christian exactly. plumbers. Yeah. They're like Christian is who I am, but it's not something that I label yeah, myself. Because how are you gonna pull the people that yeah. you need to, yeah. you know? Because yeah. And it's it's like it's like your beliefs and stuff. Exactly. But yeah, and that's that's good. But um, the mural, how did how did you uh, land that mural? How did that go about? Man, um, I ended up doing some work um, for my pastor. Yeah. 
And I said I wasn't going to charge him. Uh-huh. And I, I said that I wasn't going to charge him because I knew that this was going to be sowing the seed. Yeah. Um, and I knew that I was going to get something back for it. Yeah. Not he still, you know, paid me. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, look out for me yeah. because he's kind of like a, you know, a spiritual father to me. But but I, I said I and I even told my husband, I was like, I'm I'm not charging yeah. him because I feel like something's big gonna happen yeah. from this. Yeah. I ended up doing um a mural for his shop, for his boutique. Um, and I believe um Devin Keith, he ended up seeing it uh-huh. and he was like, Wow. Like, this is dope. Like, we need something like this in, in Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they ended up reaching out to me. Um, and they told me, they was like, hey, you got to go through the process and everything. But we really want to see, like, you know, how this works yeah. out. And I and, and this was like, this was back like last year. Yeah, so yeah. this, it's it was a long process yeah. to get to doing this mural. But um, I went through the process. I had to... Um, Sort of kind of, you know, compete against, you know, other artists yeah. and all. And they had to check out my work and I had to, you know, work with the city of Huntsville, you know, to get it done. But, but yeah, it all started with like yeah. sowing the seed. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And when I, like, I kind of saw you posting about it, but then when I saw um, Tommy Battle with them posting on like yeah. the site, I was like, yo, that's. Yeah, that's I was, man, I was so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know what's funny though? A lot of people don't know um, because I started on this mural i want to say in june or july mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken at the end of april i ended up getting covid oh really i man when i'm telling you i i thought i was just i wasn't gonna make it yeah i ended up getting sick it was it was terrible um i had to quarantine i had to do all of that and as soon as soon as i i found out that i was negative yeah. <laughs> and after quarantining yeah. I told them, I was like, hey, y'all, I'm I'm ready. Let yeah. me get out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me get the work in. Let yeah. me start painting. And because, you know, this was the, the time where Black Lives Matter, yeah, you know, the protests, yeah. and, you know, men were, black men were getting killed and everything. And I was just like, this is something that the community yeah. needs. Yeah. So I, I wanted to get out there. And they told me, they was like, hey, wait till June or July. And, yeah. and you know, we'll go ahead. We'll get you out there. But, but yeah, I was sick, man, like so- right before. So you haven't been out there to finish it yet? No, I'm finished. Oh, okay, but okay. I'm saying okay, um, okay. that was in the midst of me actually starting oh, okay, okay, okay. it. I yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's yeah. Crazy. So I ended up getting sick at the end of April, but I ended up starting it yeah. in June or July, and I, yeah. I finished it like three weeks after. Okay, okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because I saw then like again seeing you you progress and, and keep growing as an artist. I'm like, man, I remember when we had those conversations, you know, yeah. and it's like, man, this is what <laughs> I want to do. But, and, and I feel that as whether it's art or just different industries, there isn't a concrete path. No. And, and uh, as individuals, you kind of have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Hey, how, you know, what are the steps that I have to take to end there? And again, sometimes you might face, things that are difficult or like, Hey, I didn't really plan for this or anything mm-hmm. like that. And just realize, Hey, just because I'm right here now, that's not where I'm going to be. It's just the transition. Exactly. And yeah. And even back when I was at TDBT, like a lot of people just worked because they needed a job. And I did too, in a sense, but at, at a point in my life, I was like, Hey, all these jobs that I have, all these people that I meet, um, I'm going to try to learn something. Exactly. From and one thing that TDB showed me is the ability to one, not be afraid to speak to strangers. Yeah. And <laughs> even like classy ones, you would get classy people in mm-hmm. there. And, um, and then two, the ability to sell. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just and and that's something that I guess for you as an artist, you have to keep selling yourself exactly. and, and learning, you know, well, who am I and how am I going to sell myself? And another thing, you said you did your your um a piece for your uh pastor yeah yeah and you said you did it for, like for free you I weren't going to charge free. him <laughs> and i feel that when we're beginning at whatever we want to do i feel that that's something that we have to do exactly. be able to like offer value because we grow we're in a society where we're just asking all the time hey exactly. can you do this for me can you check this out or whatever and being able to offer value first mm-hmm. hey i'll do this and then like like you said you knew that something will come from this exactly. and just being able to do stuff for people. And it's like, Hey, I know this, this will turn into a long-term relationship mm-hmm. and not just like a paycheck or, you know, or something or short. someone trying to get in over on you. Yeah. You, know, you got to discern it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But when, when did you figure out that you wanted a pain? When, when did you figure that out? Like, was it something you kind of gravitated toward towards on your own yeah. or was it something that you were pushed to um or was something that you kind of discovered <laughs> man i was how old was i i think i was like five i was oh, really? five years old yeah. in my big mama's house it's my grandma yeah. um in mansfield louisiana she would have these you know like those old portraits from uh-huh. like back in the day that you know people used to get she would yeah. have like just portraits all around the house of like my great uncles yeah. and you know great grandmother yeah. and you know such. And I would just five years old, yeah. I would be like, you know, big mama, can I draw that? Yeah. <laughs> and so I would literally go picture by picture, yeah. like trying to draw it, trying to get it right. I can never get it yeah. right, but that's where um, my creativity started in my, my awesome. grandmother's den. Um, and really, just ever since then, like I, I like writing anything that was just. Me just being Be creative. creative yeah. yeah, I love doing that. I ended up going to um, high school in Decatur, Decatur, okay. Alabama. And I had an art teacher there. And she she pushed me like yeah. that. And to be honest, I'm a self-taught artist. But despite, you know, of all that, that was the only art class I had. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I um, started in Louisiana, ended up coming up here, um, yeah. had an art class. And I don't know, it was just kind of like, wow, like. This is this is dope. Like this yeah. is what I this is what I'm good at. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it's always something that you you're good at doing. Yeah. So that's how it started. That's awesome. And I feel that for a lot of people, we we don't. So for me, I'm not creative at all. Not creative at all. Like my oh, come on, look at this. <laughs> but yeah, so so my wife loves to paint, and mm-hmm. and she she when if she had a hard day at work or just stressful, she's like, hey, can I just paint? Uh, and I'll be like, yeah, sure. Um, but there's a couple of times she's invited me to paint her, with her. So I was like, all right, we're, we'll try I got to see these paintings. And, and so for me, I'm not creative in that aspect. Yeah. To to be able to come up with something in my mind and then transition it to a canvas. But me being the moron that I am, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like I came up with a mind. I was like oh, just a landscape or something and I'll mix some colors. And I thought, you know, you just and, went in there for it. Yeah. So <laughs> so she came up with her idea and then she's like, what are you making? So at the end of the day, my landscape looked like the earth was on fire. Like my grass was black. My wa- I'll show you so the painting afterwards. It's over the there. World, like, and it, it was terrible. This? And she was like, "Wait, what is that?" She couldn't even tell. It was a landscape, and I was like, "Yeah, this this she is." She didn't encourage you or anything. No, no. Like she literally, yeah. This this isn't for you. So I was like, "Yeah." And 
she she just loves to do it. She's yeah. creative, and that's something that I want to keep encouraging her in. But yeah, it's crazy because some people, you know, can start doing something and then mm-hmm. realize, hey, I'm I'm actually good at this. Yeah. Like this is my thing. Especially when nothing else works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and especially like when I was younger, like my grandma made me go into piano class, Wow! you know? So me and my brothers took piano for like maybe three or four years. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I, you know, and I, you would think after that, you were like, oh, I'm getting good at this. If I told you, it would be piano class at, on Saturday. Mom was like, hey, it's piano class. I'll be practicing 15 <laughs> minutes before class. Like, yeah, it was wow. something that, you know, I would never like liked. And then later on, they made us do guitar. Oh, wow. And I was we did guitar for like maybe another two years. And it was, again, I, I liked it, but it wasn't, you know, what I wanted to do. Yeah. And it's hard because a lot of times we get pushed towards towards things we a- don't want to exactly. do. Exactly. But, I mean, you got to thank God for them, though, yeah. because it leads you to what you want to do. Yeah, and, and, and that's, that's it. Because a lot of people that I hear speaking, they're like, oh, what I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Well, try different things. Yeah, try, try everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this guy... Um, I think Eric Thomas said, or somebody that I listened to, they said, if you don't know what you want to do, go and do something that you hate because you're going to be thinking about the whole time, like, hey, I need to find something that I do want to do. And even in that thing that you love to do, you still find your, man, I'm not going to do this. Like me, with my business, no pet portraits. I'm not about to do it. Tried it and I hated it. So I've had to, I still had to learn. Like it never stops. Like. You're still going to, you know, be like, eh, no, that's how you draw the line and you draw yeah. boundaries with yeah. what you do. You and know? then even even like within your industry, like, again, you kind of see what you're actually good at yeah. and what you're like, oh, I can do it, but I don't like it. And then it's like, I'm my own boss. I it, can. Yeah. Hey, yeah and the, and so, the crazy thing, like with you saying that sometimes I forget that. And yeah. I think that this it's like this big rule book that yeah. says that I can't. And I, yeah. I make the rules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and that's that's the great thing about that. And see, like now it's now with with this, uh, like the setup and stuff. My wife helped me find these couches. Oh and wow! Yeah. So at first I had, if I told you about the story. So again, I'm not creative. So that's we have a, ta- a detached garage, and I was like, I'm gonna make a podcasting table. So here goes me planning out the thing, and then j- just learning how to use tools and stuff. And it takes me like five months to build it. Literally like five months. That's almost half a year. Yeah. Because again, like I would work on it after work or before work or, or stuff didn't work out at first and I will just toss it. Man. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, so like I get around to it. It's, 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 it's nice. I like it. I'm proud of it for what it is. And then she's like, Hey, I found these chairs for like 25 bucks a pop if you want them. And I was like, Yeah, let's just get those. And that's the table right now. I cut it in half. It's not bad. What see, do you mean? See, like I cut it in half because it was longer. I cut it in half and just kind of made her rework. But yeah, so like just trying to see what you like. Exactly. And, and and my wife loves all that stuff. Woodworking stuff, just oh, painting, wow. just so being she, creative. She's kind of like me. <laughs> yeah, just being creative. And for me, it's 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 not like I'll help her and stuff, or I'll you know do it, but it's not what drives me. And right. and it, it's hard because as human beings, sometimes we kind of get settled just with a job, and it's like yeah, exactly. we we need a job for sure because we have bills, we have family to feed, but then we also have to keep growing to find that thing that we 
that gives us joy, that gives yeah. us a sense of uh, fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And because it's hard to just have a job and then it's like, oh, this is it. And especially now. So I have a little girl. And, and I she's want, gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and she's a handful. But she'll see me in here and she's like, hey, daddy, you're going to work? And, and as small as she is, she kind of sees that. So during the pandemic and stuff and everything getting shut down, a lot of people were getting laid off. Yeah. And some people that were getting unemployment kind of thing. Okay. So I, I, I was employed the whole time, which I was grateful for because at first, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. And with that, I was being employed. And a lot of people that I would see, they're like, oh, yeah, I got my unemployment and I've been playing Call of Duty, you know, all week. And I was like, yo, this is a chance it's for you to grow. Time. With this pandemic, it's the perfect time to fit to figure out what you're the answer to. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, so many issues sure. going on. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is the same people that were posting stuff like that are the same people that were complaining about their job or where they're wow. at now. And so for me, that's, that's why I decided I'm going to drop the podcast during this time because when Sophia's older, when, you know, they talk about this at school because yeah. they're going to. Um, and she asked me, hey, what did you do during the pandemic? Well, I got my life together and I started a podcast. I exactly. started talking to people who have a passion, who have a drive, who want to keep growing. Yeah. And want her, you know, I want her to be proud of her dad and not just be like, oh, yeah, he he worked at the same job for forever and never chased after his dreams because he was afraid or, exactly. you know, or, or just afraid of what people are going to think. Yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome. That right. is, man. That is. Yeah. And so you figured out, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm good at this painting. I'm good at art. Did you feel that you could make money off of it or make a career from it? Or man, you I like, knew I couldn't make no money yeah. off of it. No yeah. I mean, I think about it, all they talk about is starving artists. Yeah. Even yeah. when I was like in high school, like everybody would be like, well, you can do this. You got graphic design. Yeah. You got makeup artists. Yeah. You know, you got this, this, that. Yeah. But you can't really make any money from it. Yeah. But but to be honest, though, um, me having that mindset and also me um, having faith and, you yeah. know, what God can do, I knew that he could do the impossible. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what, let me let me kind of, you know, take a step out and yeah. you know, do this. And my, my first mural, not my first mural, but my first mural with the city of Huntsville, yeah. My first, not my last. Yeah. That mural itself was almost ten thousand dollars. True. So That's just, awesome. just picture for me to go from, and I'm, and I'm only saying, I, because yeah. I'm not the type of person, you know, to put out yeah, how much yeah, I make, yeah, but yeah. I'm only saying this because just going from the mindset of saying, yeah. man, like everybody around me is a starving artist, yeah. and I'm not gonna make any money. Yeah. To to making this much with one piece of artwork. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, and it, it pushes you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And even because there's always those people who are like, oh, why do you want to make whatever it is? You know, why do you want to make that much money? Why do you want to get up at four? Why do you, you know, want to pursue art? There's no money in that, or it's hard, or if it was as easy, anyone can do it. There's always those people. Yeah. And again, it's a mindset um, to 
because especially now you see all these artists who blow up on Instagram or TikTok now and and just to be like I'm doing this and you're still over there complaining about exactly. your situation about your job and sometimes they're probably just seeing that because they regret not finding their passion and it, but it's never too late yeah <laughs> and and that's one thing that you know it's like it's it's really never too late because again even if you're 30 you might live till you're 80 so exactly. you have 50 years exactly yeah and I, conor mcgregor um do you know who he is he's a ufc mm -hmm. fighter so a ufc fighter and i listen to him a lot because just his mentality yeah and he talks about how he's a kid from from ireland from a neighborhood who kids from there don't make it Wow. And he, and when he finally started fighting, he's like, hey, I'm actually good at this. And he started pursuing, working at it. And there was always those people. Hey, you know, kids from your town never make it. Kids from Ireland don't become good fighters or whatever. Yeah. And he kept pushing it and became UFC champion. And then he fights Floyd Mayweather. Wow. And it's like this kid from Dublin, he never boxed in his life. He's a UFC fighter. Now he's fighting the one of the best boxing uh boxers in in like history wow and, and so you hear that and and it goes back to his mentality because he always talks about that i always knew that if i worked hard enough i could be there you can do it and from from that mayweather fight he made a hundred million dollars so he he's like hey because i kept doing because i kept pushing he 10 times his income and and he always he and he always talks and, and kind of gives quotes about that struggle and how he still has that chip on his shoulder mm -hmm. to all those people that doubted him that pushed him down and he has he 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 did an instagram post which i took a screenshot and he said some of you are going to be eating your words for the rest of your life wow. well i'm going to be eating lobster for the rest of mine wow and and <laughs> just just he still has that mentality yeah. and i feel that whatever you want to pursue at whatever whatever level of of excellence or whatever level of you know achievements you want to do you always have to have that mentality you do you do because it's always you know like eric thomas says it's always you versus you mm -hmm. you're our biggest doubter you're you know biggest i can't do it this yeah and i love man that's awesome that at the at the spot you're on because even now even back when we worked together and the first time that I kind of found out that you were an artist, yeah. at the time you were doing hats. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. those, man. And I had to stop just for me to elevate. I had yeah. to stop doing it. Yeah. And because it was funny because you came to work and you had like paint on your fingers or something. And I asked you, I was like, why do you have paint on your fingers? And you're like, oh, I painted a hat for my brother or something. Or, man, I used to, you know, I used to be selling them yeah, at, the, at, at the restaurant. Yeah, and, and I was like, I didn't think anything of it until later on. You showed me like some of your art, the yeah. stuff you've done. And I was like, yo, this is really good. And you were like, yeah, like, I know. Like, yeah. And, was, yeah. and, and it's crazy because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I do this. Mm -hmm. But then it's like oh there's levels to this yeah. you know it's like yeah. levels to different crafts it's like oh i do this but then yeah you know, and i'm not gonna lie yeah. that's my biggest pet peeve with people like yeah. when i tell them when i be like hey you know 
I, you know, I, I paint, you know, I'm an artist. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm an artist too. You yeah, know, I was, yeah, I was yeah. painting on, you know, this, this and that. And I'm just like, okay, bitch, yeah. well, it's a career. What yeah, I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's crazy. That's but crazy. yeah, I, I take it serious, man. Dang, I was, I was, I was bringing like books of yeah, hats, hats, like hats, your, yeah, yeah. Remember, and yeah. I would ask the manager, I'd be like, hey, I, I got to sell. Can yeah, I go in the background? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. And just seeing like, that's what I love. That's. People who I interacted with, people, you know, who I had some whatever relationship, just being able to see them succeed. Yeah. Because especially the restaurant industry will suck the life out of you. Man, we would talk about it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and especially like, there, you know, there was those times during Christmas when we were slammed having half the restaurant yes. and we make good money. But then afterwards, you're like, yo. Like, hey, we could barely walk. Like, yeah. we were so <laughs> <Yeah>. tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to, I want to bring this up, but remember there was this one time we worked all day probably, but this was during Wes when Wes was still working. Yeah. Wes, he used to bartend. Uh-huh. Dang, and, I remember Wes. And then we saw him walking out to his car. Do you remember that? He was like limping and like, like all personal. <laughs> That was crazy. Man, we used to see everybody go through it. Yeah. Like, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's awesome. And, <laughs> and as human beings, whether, you know, because like a lot of people don't want to be their own bosses or anything like mm -hmm. that. And they just want to be able to support their family. Yeah. And that's that's good too. Yeah. You know, but as we always want have to keep wanting to grow exactly. have to you know and even if you if you're like hey i have this job and pays my bills i'm happy but then i have this thing that gives me joy yeah because even with that like sometimes you know having a career is that yeah. that's that's where your purpose is because yeah. that's something i had to learn because yeah. yeah i'm an entrepreneur but my husband he he's part entrepreneur and he you know he has a career yeah. he's an engineer yeah um and he works you know for the arsenal so yeah. Like with that being said, I had to kind of when we got married, I had to kind of look at that and be mm -hmm. like, look, like he's growing. He's yeah. happy here. He yeah. has purpose here. Yeah. Like even though, you know, he very talented, he's a musician, he yeah. does all these different things, but this is this is where his purpose yeah. is, being an engineer. Yeah. You know? So And and yeah, that's that's so true because a lot of yeah. people, you know, they'll like I saw you do a uh, post a post or repost a post about how some people push entrepreneurship yeah. to, to people and some see in a sense i always like i would read books and that that kind of push that and so for a, for a little bit i had a mindset that oh you have to mm, be an entrepreneur yeah. and and then i started you know just educating myself and it's like no you can have a career doing whatever and have a side hustle and create legacy. Yeah. Too. And, and that's the thing. Like, um, not everyone are meant to be entrepreneurs or, you know, be self-employed, but whatever you do, you know, just try to be the best at it, exactly. bring joy to you. And then, yeah, leave a legacy mm -hmm. to where your kid, you know, it's like, yo, my dad was engineer, but he did his best to exactly. be the best engineer that he could be exactly. and that way it also pushes them to be like hey my dad wasn't you know just a mediocre human being yeah you know but that's awesome that, that's the goal man that's the goal yeah and um the, your latest piece that you did uh frida Kahlo. yes yes, yes. man <laughs> so so before that when i saw you do um a, a piece with flowers 
yep. piece of flowers. Was it the longs? Oh, yes, yes. The it, longs. Yeah, that the one, my, breath my of wife life. tagged me in. She's like, yo, look at this. Yeah, that she was, said, yeah, she said she yeah, loved that, that one. Yeah, that was awesome. And then um, you did the Frida Kahlo with flowers mm -hmm. as well. But how, where where did that inspiration come from? Man, I watched the movie. Oh, for real? Like, I, and that's a crazy thing. Like, I will always watch artists and people like Pink yeah. Frida, but... I was just be like, it's it's a trend. Like, yeah. why y'all yeah. you know yeah, keep yeah, yeah, you know yeah. painting yeah. her? I ended up watching the movie and just you know a documentary of her, and I was like, wow, yeah. like she was a really dope person. Yeah, because she had a she had a medical condition. Yeah. I think it it affected her like walking and yeah. such, and she was in bad relationships. Like she was such a flawed like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was such a flawed person, but she was so freaking talented. And like that just that itself just made her so strong and so yeah. confident. And it, it encouraged me. And I was just like, you know, I just want to, I really want to like, I want to paint her. Yeah. But I, I want to make her like, you know, just with the painting itself, I wanted to illustrate her, her beauty and yeah, her confidence, yeah. you know? So that's where the flowers came from. Yeah, I was just, awesome. I've been trying to try out like different yeah. mediums yeah. and stuff. So, and I'll be honest with you, um, I've heard of Frida, right? Mm -hmm. So, one, it's going to show how ignorant I am. I thought that people were just painting her. I didn't even know she was an artist. What? Yeah. See, and but no, but you're right. Yeah. I was the same way because people, yeah. stuff, when people love hopping on the bandwagon yeah. Yeah, and yeah. somebody sees this person paint Frida, oh, I want to paint her yeah. too. She has a unibrow. Yeah. She has a yeah. message. Like she's, you know, she's like, She's yeah. different. I want to paint her, but it, it's it's more behind her though. Yeah, see, and, and so one, yeah, I didn't know she was an artist, yeah. and then two, I didn't even know she was Mexican. What? Right. So so I saw you paint it, and then I was like, oh yeah, I've seen other stuff and Frida, and you hear people talk about it, mm -hmm. kind of thing. But then I did a little research. So I was like, oh well, let me yeah. look did into it. Did you see it. the self portrait? And, yeah, and then the way that and the crazy thing about it is. I looked into it and they're like, oh, yeah, she was born in wherever in Mexico, Jalisco or something. And I was like, wait, she's Mexican. <laughs> and then and then after that, I was like, wait, we have a, a famous Mexican yeah. artist. <laughs> so, so then after that, I, st I started looking into her and how she had um, paleo when she was younger or something. Yeah. And again, made her like give her disabilities. Mm -hmm. And then she got hit by a car. Yeah. And... So I was like, this is a, a female who faced adversity and just Bruh. life struggles. To the fullest. Like, yeah. we ain't even went through some of that Yeah, and, 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 and then that transitioned into her art. Mm -hmm. And I started looking at other of her stuff and how raw and just um And she literally honest. painted her pain. Yeah. Like, that. that's the crazy thing. See, like, because I, 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 I listened to, like, a 45-minute um, documentary on document. About her and how she had uh, multiple miscarriages. Yeah. And then she did that uh, uh, picture where she's in the bed and all this stuff, and it's just raw. Yeah. It's and it's honest, and you you look at it and you kind of feel her pain in a sense. Exactly. Which was weird because me, I've never been that kind of person that looks into art or tries to understand art i'll see art and i'm like oh that's cool it, yeah. you know it looks cool or whatever but yeah it was crazy and then 
as a female, you know, artist back in that time weren't out and big as how she became. Exactly. Yeah. And then she's a woman of color too. Yes. That, that's and then how important. she went to Chicago and like her husband's like, yo, she's really good. And mm-hmm. I think she went to Paris and all this stuff. It's like, and they, yo. her husband had an affair on her. Yeah. You know, she, she cheated on her husband. Yeah. Like, like it, it was, she did have a complicated yeah, life. But very complicated. Just as an artist and you see how you know, adversity hits everyone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. Exactly. And the it way she puts, stop you. Yeah. And then again, she took pride in in herself because she, the the unibrow is iconic. Yeah. Everyone sees the, the her self portraits and they see the unibrow and they're like, hey, that's Frida kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, that's awesome. And even like like Chad, we you yeah. know like how they talked about how this man you know had cancer for years. Uh huh. He was going out, you know, yeah, and, talking to other kids. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because I've I've always been the kind of person who, it doesn't matter who he is, if they're great at their exactly. craft, I want to learn from them. Exactly. And Eric Thomas did a thing about him and how he did seven movies, you know, struggling and, and battling cancer. Wow. And he said, don't come with me with your problems. Exactly. <laughs> don't come at me with, you know, your your excuses. Because this man was battling cancer and did seven movies. And nothing stopped him. And then we're over here talking about like, oh, it's hard. Oh, I'm not making no money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm and, not doing this. <laughs> yeah. And I feel that all that ties back to, you know, your mentality. Yeah. Because if, if you keep saying, oh, you know, this thing's going to be hard or I can't do it or I'm not good enough or I don't see, I'm not seeing the profit or mm-hmm. the benefit, you're never going to evolve or exactly. grow. And yeah. I, I used to be that person. Yeah. So I understand. And yeah, like even for me, like it's it's one thing. I feel, it's, I feel like it's one thing that we always struggle with, regardless, even if you're successful or trying to evolve in learning, you know, a different attribute to your craft. Yeah. You're, we're always going to feel struggles or difficulties. But I feel that it's it's. If you face them, it's a sign that you are growing. Exactly. You know, because if you're always just comfortable, you're just plateaued. And, and everything's always easy. For yeah. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely right. But yeah. And, and yeah, it's crazy because I heard, you know, the story of Chadwick because a lot of people towards the end, I heard how they were like clowning him, how he was losing weight. Yeah. And they didn't know his struggle. They didn't, and he and he was still quiet about he it. He was still quiet about <laughs> it. Because at that point, you would have been like, all right, y'all, look, I'm yeah, sick. But yeah. He he still he didn't do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, and well, Derry, I think we're gonna wrap it. All right. But thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. But if there was one thing that you know you could say to someone who who is struggling, or you know, they're like, "Hey, this is what I want to do, but I'm afraid. Um, I don't have the support. I don't have." You know, the knowledge, because I feel like that's one thing that as you're growing as a business person or um, if you want to, you know, exceed in whatever, you always have to keep learning as well. Um, What would be something that you would tell them? What would be something that you would tell your younger self? Mm, Tell me, Dana, that's different. (laughs) Tell my younger self Um, to have grace for myself, man, really, because with this with this journey of like purpose um it gets hard Mm -hmm. and when with it getting hard you get hard on yourself 
and you feel like all you see is time. Yeah. You know, I got to do this. I got to get that done. I yeah. got to do this. But when it comes to purpose too, like have grace for yourself yeah. because as long as you're trying, as long as you're striving, as long as you're doing what it takes to get to that thing, like you're doing your part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, you know, let God do his thing. Yeah. Like you're doing your part. It's a lot of people that's, that's, overworking. Yeah. It's a lot of people that's worrying about work and not about their family, like what yeah, we talked about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of people making mistakes because they feel like they're losing time. Yeah. And so just just have grace for yourself and just yeah. go, with, go with the flow. Like let stuff, like relationships and friendships, mm-hmm. let stuff naturally happen. Yeah. Don't force it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would tell people and that's what I tell myself. Cool, cool. Yeah, and even, even I feel that sometimes we kind of see time go you know and just like man it's another year but it's all about little steps exactly little steps because sometimes i feel that we want to take huge steps and it it becomes a bigger struggle bigger things to face and it's just little steps you know to to keep growing but yeah but awesome derry um Thank you for being here again. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. And definitely, um, hopefully bring you on in, you know, the future. Yeah, See how you're still evolving. (laughs) Um, And that's that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the podcast as well, to show people that, hey, there's other individuals out there that are, you know, facing life just like you are, but they've decided to pursue their passion pursue you know their dreams or just decide to grow yeah um because we we are surrounded with so much negativity and you know again people who tell us or even ourselves that hey you can't do that because you're from this neighborhood or you can't do this because you have this kind of background Mm -hmm. or you can't do this because you weren't you know born in you know whatever but yeah and i feel like we have to help each other to stay motivated exactly because even our sales can tell you know yeah. i can tell myself that yeah. and discourage my own self yeah. so but, yeah absolutely right but all right awesome we'll end it on that okay. and all right thank you for being here you're welcome cool. thank you all right awesome all right guys that was the episode so if you were able to get something from it if you were able to learn something from it tell someone because that's the only way we're going to be able to grow so till next time hustle and motivate peace peace